Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nitty Delaney, so what? It's the Friday episode, it's slightly later than usual, we apologise for that, that's because Sam had a prior engagement, which was much more pressing and important. He's been working for the BBC, everyone. Auntie Beeb called me up and I stood, I shot up and uh, stood to attention. I stood up to attention, saluted as when do you want me and where? So yeah, you've been, what, Five Live? What was that about? Five Live with Christian Guru Murphy. Oh, fucking hell, uh, big time. Yeah, he was covering for Adrian, Adrian Charles. And mm. from time to time, I do like the news review. It's from 10 to 11, it's quite long, they have someone else on it. And it was right. me and a woman who is the editor of the House magazine, which I think is the in-house House of Commons magazine. House, yeah. I don't. House? I don't. Maybe it's a music. Maybe the it's about house. house music. Who's I don't house? know. But yeah, well, we had quite a robust debate on it, to be honest. But a on guy, a listener to the show called uh, Joe Scouse Joey, got in touch <clears> and said, yeah. "Oh, it reminds me." He said it reminded him of another appearance I'd done on Five Live. He said where I more or less told the person I was debating with, you fucking do it, right? <laughs> and it got, and he said, I have no fucking memory of this, Andy. He goes, yeah, it got really awkward. Adrian Charles had to intervene and start talking about West Ham to distract you, right? And I'm there and I'm thinking, fuck me. In the post sort of Pharmacy Gate era, or just well, when Pharmacy Gate happened, you said quite an astute thing, which was, I think basically... You got so used to doing this podcast and just like not like not really thinking before you speak and just saying sort of mad shit for a laugh. You no longer can distinguish between doing your podcast yeah. and doing something on mainstream media. And I'm like, yeah. I say shit, and it's that thing of like you're almost too relaxed. Also, the other thing yeah. is, is that now I don't go in. I don't have to iron a shirt and go into a fucking studio. I'm sat here in my tracksuit at home, oh, you did sitting at the same Brilliant. desk in my bedroom that I speak to you at every day. Yeah. So then these people come on, they start asking me questions. I couldn't even see them. I was just literally on the phone, mate. And I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't fucking know, like that. And then you you hear these long pauses where you can sort of think, think why is this, bloke, is this bloke drunk or something? And then I realise, <laughs> oh, fucking hell, I've gone through the looking glass, haven't I? I'm <laughs> fucking TF Time Machine. There's people fucking reporting to me shit that I apparently said fairly recently on the radio that I have no recollection. Like, I just have a fucking blackout and start speaking in tongues. So what were you you bickering about then with this lady from the house magazine? Well, first of all, we were talking about, you know, uh, the, you know, violence against women, right? Mm -hmm. And they would say, what should we do? Everyone's going, what should we do? Should we sack the, the head of the Met? 
right? And I was like, listen, and like, Christian, do you think we should sit there and met? I said, I was more or less saying, Andy, I don't really care about that. There is, a, there's been reports done about the state of society and violence towards women, and it's been described as an epidemic. Mm. I said, so actually, saying let's sack the head of the Met because of this Sarah Everard horrible case is not... I said, it's like, maybe, Saka, I don't know. don't know enough about it, but we have to look at a sickness in our society, right? There is a sickness in our society that men are carrying out so many violent acts against women. And you have to look much deeper than who the fucking head of the police force is to fix that. that that's and that's Christian, not even a sticking plaster. It's it's it's, it's just the it's fucking symbolic. smallest gesture that could possibly be done. Is that his point? It should symbolism. be done, but so uh, exactly. You know. So I said, yeah, probably yes, but you know. Um, then and what? then he goes, he led me, he, you know, he he, was, he gave me a leading question because he went, hmm, how much of a role do you think poverty plays in this? And I went, yeah, massive. I hadn't thought of that at all, right? But I just started going, yeah, well, you know, we've we've lived with over 10 years of austerity. I said, you know, it must be a factor in all crime and all violence yeah. on the rise when you've had, like, generations of, of people, men, growing up in poverty with no opportunities, crumbling communities around them, uh, no stability in their lives. I said, this has emotional and mental consequences on everyone and, you know, a lot of crime stems from emotional and mental problems. And poverty is very often the root cause of those problems. And so we have to look at that, right? We mm. have to look at deep issues in society like that. And she went, well, actually, I think that sounds... I couldn't disagree more. Because there are plenty of people in the higher echelons of society who did have private education and plenty of money, and they're still... Uh, violence towards women. I don't think that a woman who has got money is protected from violence. And I said, well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not here to defend the rich and say it's only the poor people who are doing it. But if you ask me if poverty is a factor in any kind of crime, my answer is always going to be yes. It can't be no. You can't go, no, poverty is not relevant to crime. No, nothing to do with it. Nah. No, nah, it's not that, mate. mate. Next question. Uh, no, nah, you got to be joking. I mean, like, you know, I'm skint myself, but I ain't going back battering the missus about because that's not going to help, is it? <laughs> nah, it's not to do with money. It's to do with fellas. They need to express themselves. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was just saying to her, look, I'm not saying that... She was trying to sort of, like, draw some sort of polarising argument where... I was saying it's only poor people who are... She fucking flipped it on me and tried to make out that I was saying that it's only poor people who fucking murder women. Is that because you've got a, a regional accent? Is that why you asked well, I don't that, know, think? because she was suggesting that I was the Tory, in a way. Because she was going, oh, right. you think this is only the lower classes. But believe me, it happens in the rich, posh classes as well. And what you'd said was, it is partially a factor in I said some partially crimes. Factors, it's not the only factor. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going back over it now. I, I didn't have a problem with her. It was just a, a confusion. But we, t- we talked about other things as well, like the Labour leader, the, mm. the petrol crisis, and so time, on and so it? forth. Good time yeah. I said, you know, look look at this society. I said, it's a joke. We're a laughing stock. Society is crumbling. No, The reason people are going mental in the four courts of petrol stations is no one's got faith in anything the government says, and for good reason, right? If we had good yeah. leadership... And we felt they were calm and same and said, there is a problem, but we are handling it. And you thought, yeah, I think they will handle it. Then you wouldn't go out and have a fucking row in, a, in an SO, would you? Yeah. But isn't that what they want, though? 
isn't that what they fundamentally want? Fear what? and confusion from the, the masses. They surely can't want people fighting in the ESO. I don't think they're bothered. I don't think they don't want it. Do, do you think they see no it like way. Mandingo fighting? And Maybe. they like... I don't know. They've, they've engineered let, a scenario the, where they can make peasants <clears throat> fight and they all yeah, sit around peasant, laughing yeah. uproariously. Fucking look, I'm dumb. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they do that? And they've probably got their own fucking pipeline of luxury petrol that goes yeah, directly into the fucking in, yeah. into Downing Street. Super unleaded, yeah. Him and that him and that Doris of his in their fucking with their trotters up in Downing Street. Yeah. And you know what those cunts do? They fucking put it in the freezer and they make fucking petrol flavoured ice pops. And yeah, then they sit that, in front of the box yeah. watching fucking peasants fight up the ESO, licking their fucking petrol licking ice pops and yeah. laughing their heads off. While they're fucking fucking dogs running around shitting all over the carpet that we fucking paid for. And their million no pounds fucking it. wallpaper made of yeah. fucking gold and chinchilla <laughs> is all over their fucking walls. Speaking of which, have you seen that salt beer steak fucking guy? That cunt, yeah. It's all over Twitter. I don't think he's a cunt. I think he's great. Yeah. I think the people who are paying 650 quid for a bit of fucking steak that he dances around while slicing up. They're the cunts. But if he's fucking taking that kind of money for a I see, steak... It's always seems to be footballers. From, the first time from, I saw him was ages ago. Rich. I saw him over a year ago, and he was doing. Yeah. He was putting a bit of salt on David Beckham's steak for him. Yeah. And David Beckham was sat there with a massive big fucking yeah. dopey grin on it, his it, face. He bounces it off his fucking forearm, his doesn't he, onto the, onto the and, dinner. And Beckham's there with the fucking face like, he's, you know, me in Christmas 1984 when I've just unwrapped a Millennium Falcon. He was like... Do you know what it reminds me of? Do you know what it reminds me of? The Autoland thing. It's the Autoland thing yeah, again. it is. And these it's people Autoland should really have fucking muslin sheets over their heads to conceal who they are and conceal their shame because they're paying yeah, 650 listen, mate, quid. If this, if this gets the rich folk off of eating the Autolands, then I'm happy. Although I think it's yeah. daft. This Autoland oh, business, daft. it had to stop, mate. And if yeah. this bloke with the salty steak is going to at least go some way... To fucking stopping the, auto, the mean, poor that, little Autolands being I mean, eaten whole. That, I've seen, there's, there's two clips that I've seen. The first one where he's, he's flamboyantly slicing up the steak and then he puts a bit of it on the end of the knife and feeds it into the guy's mouth, which uh, is just... He's, ah. he's so weird, mate. He's, he's like some sort of sleazy... I don't know. I, do, I don't want him touching my food. He looks like he might have like spunk on no, his hands. No, it's not for us, though. It's not for us, Sam. Let them fucking... <laughs> let them have their little steak playground. You don't They're get that in the Toby Ridiculously Calvary, expensive mate. stick. Let them fucking get on with it. If, if, he, if he's fleecing these cunts for 650 quid minimum per shot, then fucking get on with it. But the second clip I've seen, he's got some bread. He's doing steak sandwiches. He's got some bread and he just rips it apart with his hands and it's not even neat or anything. And then he puts it in this fucking... <laughs> on this, this grill thing that's um, got a bit of oil in and he's pushing the steak around and cooking the steak in the oil. You can see it like browning nicely and the bread's in there and he's pushing it around in this fucking oil and it looks fucking vile, to be honest. Oily bread with steak on it. And he's knocking that out for, I don't know, what, 500 quid? Good luck with him. These cunts are stupid enough to fucking pay for it. For all we know, it's fucking frozen steak as well that he's got at the Iceland or something. Who knows? It's the best steak, isn't it? Tin of stew and steak. Made by yeah, Stag. That's what he's like backstage. He's like, "Oh, fucking knock out some stewing steak." We got Beckham in again, <laughs> silly bastard. He don't know the difference between a fucking bit of steak and a rive eater. You fucking, fucking serve anything up to him with a bit of song and dance, and he's clapping like a fucking seal. 
So yeah, I'm I'm well in favour of him doing it. Good good luck. Good luck, Salt Bay, whatever your name is. Um I went to see Genesis last night. Oh. Which is a sentence I never thought I'd utter. But there you go. Nah. I got a half price ticket off Ticketmaster resale. And uh, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to go because I want to see Phil. And I was yeah. right down, Before down at the dies, front. Before he which I hate to say it, he probably will quite soon. It doesn't look it doesn't look well. Although, having said that, he seemed to get, his voice got stronger and stronger as the gig went on. He started off and he was a bit kind of raspy and a, he was looking a bit grizzled. He's got a little, what you know, one of those beards that, that fucking ill men have. It's not really a full beard, but it's just kind of a half beard. He's got that going on. And he was he was all grizzled, and he was pulling fucking grizzled faces and everything in the first couple of songs. But then he kind of grew into it, so it was obviously a bit of fucking... He was playing it up a little bit at the beginning, and his mm. voice is a lot better than you might think for the state that he's in. But um, it was fucking great, and the best bit of it was that his son's playing drums for him now, because obviously oh, yeah. Phil can't play drums anymore. His son's on the drums. His son's a fucking great drummer. Mm. But there were bits when Phil kept turning around on his little swivelly stool that he's on. Turn around and just watching his son playing the drums. Aww. And I just thought, that is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It was just, oh, it just really got as it did. That's that so, bar, um, Phil, when I, when I watch Lem playing FIFA 22 when he gets in. Yeah, I bet. It was released today. Yeah. I know you had it on, like, free, or you had the VIP package, so you've had yeah. it a few days. We did. But today, the us commoners got it today yes. and Len Pros. was up at like five o'clock fucking pacing oh, around in circles brilliant. just shouting like today is the it? day it was exactly yeah, like Christmas, Christmas day. day and he left it downloading when he went to school and they let you play yeah. just a simple game while it's downloading <clears throat> so we had a couple yeah. of normal games but he wants to get balls deep into it and uh, that's how I that's feel. That's his weekend, isn't it? When Take he comes in, he'll be sitting there. Uh, I can tell he's trying to wriggle out of coming to West Ham Brentford on Sunday because he sees that as wasted FIFA time. But fuck that. Mm. That's a slippery slope. Yeah. You're fucking coming, is, yeah. son. You're coming to watch the Emmers, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, the other thing. The other thing, what, what was it? Um, the, other, the, the highlight, possibly, of the Genesis gig was um, standing in the queue. There was a fucking really long queue to get in because of, you know, COVID and everything. And they search everybody now at the arena when you're trying to get in and all oh, yeah. that. So it's it takes ages. And they, they started late. Um, but we're in the queue. It took about 15 minutes to get in. And this woman in the queue, she says, this COVID has really got a lot to answer for. <laughs> <laughs> well... She's not wrong, mate. There we go. She there is, it is. That is. She's right. <laughs> That's COVID in a nutshell, in one sentence. Yeah. A great T-shirt. This yeah. COVID has really got a lot to answer for. Because <laughs> we had Fucking to keep 15 minutes to get to see Genesis. <laughs> what was yeah, the best bit? Was it when they did Turn It On Again? Um, that was right near the beginning when they did Turn It On Again, yeah. Turn It On. Uh, did they do all the hits, was, That was mate? good. <clears throat> Most of the hits, yeah. Some of the obscure stuff, some of the weird prog stuff. They did a couple of instrumentals for yeah, people who need to go to the I'd toilet. Have gone, I'd have gone for a fucking um, St. Clements th- at that point. Th- there was a lot of audience participation where Phil was getting different sections of the crowd to whoop and raise their hands oh, and all that kind of thing. He's a showman. He's yeah, a cool. showman. I mean, he's a pro. Say. He's been doing it for years, mate. Of course he is. Of course he is. Fucking knows. Just, what, he's not playing fucking, games. I just, I mean, I've not, I've not really ever been a big Genesis fan, but like, well, they did all hits, and I thought, I love this one, I love this one, I love mm-hmm. this one as well. This is great. 
Am I a Genesis fan now? What the fuck happened? Well, the thing is, right, this happen? with me, like, my my good wife is sort of like, has is like the the one with the real music taste in our household. And over musical the... Musical director. She's the musical director of the family. And over the years, when we were, like, young, she had cool music taste, but then strangely would have bands that were seemingly, like, terminally uncool, like, for instance, Genesis being one of them also yeah. in her cassette collection, as it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I never understood it because I was a t- you know, teenager in my 20s. You're very purist, right? And you're like, what the fuck's this? What have you got? These fucking shit bands, <laughs> like, this is so weird. And she'd be like, no, it's really good. And she had the balls to sort of... And over the years, each band that I condemned her for when we were younger, I've slowly discovered are, in fact, excellent. And Genesis yeah. is just one yeah. of those ones that I... I kind of, I'm, I'm not that into Genesis, but I know that ultimately mm. it's inevitable. I know every band that she ever mm. had in mm. the background of her cassette collection, it's an inevitability yeah. as I get older, it will be yeah. something yeah, that yeah. catches up me and I'll be like, oh, it was good because it was only cultural prejudices that were preventing me from yeah, seeing yeah. that at the time. I, 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 the only time I've kind of been into Genesis was when they brought that in- Invisible Touch album out in 86. Which was their massive hit album, both sides of the Atlantic, and it I got mean, invisible Phil touch. Fine, land he, of confusion. It, that was like Phil was had had all his fucking mega solo hits, and then he goes back to that, his original yeah. band, and they yeah. have a hit that compares in sales to his own hits. Plus, he yeah. was producing every other cunts. I mean, the money that, that was Phil's. Have. That was Phil's imperial fears. We've talked about before. That was imperial. Phil's imperial fears, and I was and I was into Genesis for for that album. But there's a, there's an argument that your true musical tastes are formed when you're between like twelve and sixteen, mm. and stuff that you love then is the pure stuff that you will really love and you'll go back to when you're older. Yes. So maybe that's what's happened because I love Genesis for a bit then in '86 for that album and I've just yeah. gone back. And I'm there again. Kind of makes I probably sense thought me, they were shite always, when the next album. I always say the next that album not- came out like a few years later. Which was We Can't Dance, I think. And I probably yeah, thought, I think I thought I that was shite. That I was working at our price then. I was working at our price, so that wasn't cool. Yeah, you were judging like, every cunt who came in and bought that, weren't you? I wasn't. I, I wasn't fourteen. I was twenty-two. So my musical tastes were completely defined by the NME yeah. and John Peel and Melody Maker. So, but probably a good album. Having said that, they did do "I Can't Dance" in the encore, and that's when I left because I wanted to beat the traffic, and beat the crowd. Yeah, I'm not really into "I Can't Dance" song. Nah, I found it really. I remember them. Do, I remember seeing a video for it and just hate, hating them so much. Yeah. It's a stupid song but, to brag about you can't dance. You know, you might not be able to yeah. dance well, but you can fucking dance. Phil can't dance because he's in a swivel stool. But I tell but, you what, um, you can see him in the video for You Can't Hurry Love, and the bloke is dancing, oh, so yeah. he's a liar. Oh, he dances. He, he's, a, he's a dancer, yeah. or he was. Anyway, so well yeah, done. that was Genesis. Well done, Phil, and well done, Andy, for getting tickets to see Genesis. I mean, mm. I'd be a hero in my house if I got my wife tickets for Genesis. I might, I might um, look into that. Long shot. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jalapeño. I went to West Ham versus Rapid Vienna last night. It's, it, oh, yeah. it's really exciting to see a team playing in Europe. I mean, you know, it's not Champions win? League, but it's Europa League. They'd invested in some, they even sent an email out, right? West Ham. This is classic West Ham. Right. <coughs> Dear club member, we know you're coming. Dear cunt. Dear cunt. We're going to play in Rapid Vienna, who are foreign tonight. We don't know where they're from, but, you know. But we're charging you extra. If you've yeah. got a season ticket, you've got, you've got, you've got to pay, pay extra for, for your own fucking seat that you've already bought. Yeah, first things tick. first. But do you know what they said? They literally sent us an email quite last minute going... Get there early, because we've invested in some of them fire shooters. <laughs> <laughs> because they thought last minute, we're Whoa. in the Europa League, we better make a big deal out of it. This is our first home Europa League game, right? And they thought, we've got to make a big deal out of it. So Karen Brady's gone out really last minute and fucking managed to get hold of some of those things that shoot flames up in <laughs> And she's got them. Get- and she's had them put around and put them around the fucking pitch. I just picked a job lot up from a geezer I know he's dagging them, right? He, had to, he wouldn't tell me where he'd got them from, but he wanted to shift them pronto. So I fucking cashed in. So he's like, she's like, fuck me. We'll be firing these four games and all them fucking cunts will be in the juicer until fucking five minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Right, have an email sent round telling them to get there early because if not, it's money down the drain. They literally sent an email like, get her early or you'll miss the fire. And we've invested specially. (laughs) Get there early because these fire shooters have ended up costing more than we thought they were going to. So we need your catering money to pay for them. Yeah. And I will be there fucking. Poor old David Gold will have to be scuttling around chucking fucking petrol onto the flames. And that's not fucking cheap. I can tell you all easy to come by. Not this week. Oh, it's funny. But we We've were got talking some about it. sausages. We were in the bar, and we were talking about how funny it was that they told us to get there early to look at the fire. <laughs> but then, through a gap from the bar, I could see that the fire had started. And literally, in the middle of the conversation, I just went, "Fuck! I have to go and see this." And I ran up to my seat <laughs> because I really was hypnotised by the fire. 
It was fucking great. I mean, mate. fire is really hypnotic. Fire I mean, those is really things hypnotic. That shoot fire. I mean, I thought, ah, it's yeah. fucking tacky. What a load of bollocks. But they switched off the floodlights and they played this operatic music that's like a budget version of that. The champions music. And they started yeah. shooting firing into the sky, and I was like, fucking hell, this is an amazing experience. I mean, I'm not saying it was as good as going to see Genesis, but it was a similar sort of vibe. Yeah. Uh, I'd, have, I'd have been up for that. I'd have gone and fucking stood and watched that. I love fire, mate. Yeah, it was really good. And in then the game, it was a pretty poor game, but we won, and there was also a load of aggro because the uh, Vienna fans oh, right. turned up. And all wanting to have a fight. They're all jumping out of their fucking seats, trying to get into the West Ham bit, chucking stuff. Really? Yeah, it was fucking quite hell. exciting. Old school. Yeah. It was really old wow. school, yeah. So, good night then. Did you win? Yeah, we won 2-0. We're top of our group in Europa. Nice. I think we're probably going to win the Europa League. Yeah. Well, best of luck with that. Lovely yeah. stuff. Um, just a little update. If you are IFS Turbo, we're going to do a live video stream thing tonight. We're going to look at the Book of Monsters. Uh, if you're interested in coming on and showing us your favourite ball um, or anything else, really, we'll do the show on television. It's very thing, relaxed because it's just for the Turbo crew. So it's yeah. very relaxed. It's not like Brown John, which was a huge multi-million pound production. High production values. We'll both be sat that. in our rooms and we want you to, and we'll just chat and we want to, we want you to, you can ask us questions. You can ask us for a yep. little bit of advice. We'd love to see your bowls. And if you want to talk about monsters with us, that's fine too. Especially if you've ever yep. if you've got a good monster story, like you've had any encounters with monsters, we're always up for that. Oh, definitely, yeah. Tell us about that. You can either come on if you want to, if you've got a story to tell or something to show us, email us at uh, contact at tftimemachine.com. Title your email live stream so we know because we get loads of emails don't we so it's like good if they do a special one if the, if it's that they want to appear on tonight no that's the, all, all the other emails are coming into the other one oh, okay. you know, the, the, the badge addresses so, that, so yeah email us at contact at tftimemachine.com or um, or get in touch on Twitter we might not see it um, or if you've got any questions put them in the comments bit when we're, we're doing it later on 8.30 be about half an hour maybe 40 minutes if it, it gets a fucking bit of steam under it and um it'll be all right friday night isn't it friday night live it's gonna um, be it's gonna be fun gonna fun yet relaxed like a uh yeah like uh, a wank in the afternoon fun pretty much fun but relaxed. in the evening i was talking to a bisexual um, mate earlier right um, oh yeah and i was like what's i said you know what's we, the latest i said what's the latest in the, on the bisexual, <laughs> the bisexual, in the bisexual community Come on, fill us in. What's going on? What's the latest trends? No, I was talking about the up difference between getting wanked off by a bloke and a Doris. And I said to oh, him, right, yeah. look, I said, you know, each their own, but I cannot begin to fucking accept that a wank off from a bloke is anywhere near as good as a wank off from a bird because birds have mm. soft hands and are yeah. gentle by nature. And men have calloused hands, don't they, from working at the foundry and all that? Yeah. I have two things to add to that. Mm. One, if the man was to wear a snooker referee's glove, that's really soft. <laughs> oh, lovely. That could cover the calloused hands. Mm. I would give it an added kind of free sod. Secondly, um, men know what works and what doesn't work with a wank. Yeah, there is so that. I'm not ruling it out, that's all I'm saying. Then we started got talking about blowies. And I said to yeah. him, I've always thought 
And this is not a reflection on my good wife. It's there are listen, let me tell you, many women have <laughs> have sucked off old fish cake. Old beeping Timmy in his youth, right? And all boring I'm John. saying is that I boring John, yeah. Oh boring John wants a blowy. <laughs> Come here. Let the dog see the rabbit. But no, I just think they're overrated. I said, I know it's not trendy to say that, but I think mm. they're. I think it's one of those cliched things that you'd see in like GQ magazine. It's really old school. You know that blowjob on a steak night. It's it's the kind of thing that James yeah. Bond would be into. It feels very yeah. old school. Like yeah, got a blowjob. But and do you know what? As well, there's a faint <laughs> whiff of misogyny to it when it is a heterosexual thing because it's sort of like yeah, bow to me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I yeah. just, I what I'm saying is. My age, I said, I'd rather all that blowjob on a steak stuff. I'd be much happier with like just a, a boob fondle and a sandwich a of, in yeah. front of the telly and a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean, like blowjobs, <clears throat> what a fucking hassle for both parties. Mm. She's going at it. Yeah, you're getting nowhere, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is all, oh wow. But really, you're just thinking, oh fuck's sake. Anyway, so no, no, I just thought I'd say that blowjobs are they uh, blowjobs overrated? Question mark. Get in touch. Let us know nah, your thoughts. No, nah, I don't think they are. You don't think, think they're, they're great. You think they're all right, nah. but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they're like I'm excellent, <laughs> or do you think they're? All, I'm not saying they're shit. I'm, pro- I'm not going to turn one down, but I'm I'm pro blowjob. They okay. are. I said it. All right. Well, there we go. This is Put interesting. This is what it's all about. This is like talk being back on Talk Sport. It's all about opinions, isn't it's it? It's all about opinions. Yeah. We've got opinions. You're listening to Talk Sport. I say <laughs> blowjobs are overrated. Andy says they're fucking great. They're all right. What do you think? You know the number. Get, Get in, in touch. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sam. Yeah, no, I've heard what you guys say. And, you know, fair point. Sometimes blowjob ain't all it's cracked out to be. But overall, I think if you look back over the years... The old thing's considered. I'm with Andy. Blowjobs are decent, you know? I think it depends on who's giving it. You know what I mean? Some, some persons <laughs> more experienced than others have got a bit more sensitive. Some of them's old teeth. I mean, imagine getting a blowy off Jenna Street Porter. Nah, oh, no. no way, mate. No, not what I'm thinking about. <laughs> no way. Or, <sighs> or it's the ransom. Can you imagine? No way. You fucking should nah. sever it. I tell you what, I, I don't envy take... that. Who was Esther Ransom married to? Someone famous, wasn't she? Oh, he was a he was a fucking um, I forgot his name now. He was uh, he was like a um, scientist or something, wasn't he? He's not that Can't scientist remember. who does all the stuff about kids' development. No, Stephen Hawking. Oh, I've watched the Stephen Hawking film on um, on Sky. That's really good. It's it's not it's it's light on the science and it's more about the so proper element of his life. Desmond Wilcox, that's the cunt. Yeah, I don't envy him. I don't envy Desmond Wilcox. No, no way. Uh, nah, we, we, like, don't get me wrong, he's a good I'll scientist. Take an end job. He's a good scientist. Uh, uh, I've got nothing against him. I'm just saying, don't envy him if he's getting sacked off by that all his married life. I'd I, I take an ad job from Ransom because I've watched that life when you can see her hands on that and they're very soft, yeah. clearly. Plus, she's very so, professional, uh, isn't she? She'd get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, she's used to... She does live telly, so she's used to deadlines. And pressure. So I think rhythmically, she'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> she can think about too. She's a sort... You know, 
telly presenting, you've got to be the sort of person who can pat your head and rub your tummy simultaneously. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so for me, ransom oh, is a hand job situation. Blowy, oh. well, you're looking at Jenny Powell or uh, from the Bangles, ain't you? I mean, that's the dream. There's <laughs> the top two. Or Grace Jones. That's your, I'd like to be sucked to death by Grace Jones. That's your Champions League places for me. <laughs> anyway, cheers. Grace Jones. Grace Jones biting it off and then spitting it in my face. That would be the best way to die, I think. See, Stephen Hawkins. would Haw- die, wouldn't you? Stephen Hawkins, right. I saw the other day. Sometimes what happens is on WhatsApp groups, people send you screenshots of texts from someone that are really funny. Right. Even and you don't really know the person. This bloke is a friend of a friend, so I know him by reputation. I don't think I've ever met him. And there's no yeah. other way of describing him than a hooligan, a terrible, awful mm. hooligan, sort of madman. Mm-hmm. Not not a West Ham fan. Um, mm-hmm. Not a West Ham fan because I don't know him through. I know him through like other friends. But this text came, and he was going to visit his mate in Nottingham right Mm. and his mate was in Nottingham and he'd heard that his mate's daughter was now going to Nottingham University right right so he sent this text going mate I cannot wait to see you up in fucking Nottingham I've missed you I can't wait to see you at the weekend it's going to be fucking great I hear your let's call her Sarah I hear your Sarah's at uni now lovely to hear now listen, has she got a boyfriend yet? Because that doesn't wait for an answer. Only I was thinking, mm. while I'm up, you might as well, if she does have a boyfriend, invite him round to the house to make sure that we're there at the same time. That way, when she's gone to the Kazi or to make a cup of tea, really detailed, completely based on an imaginary situation, right? And this is two days in advance of him going to visit his mate. That way, when she's in the Kazi or gone to make a cup of tea... I can take him aside and have a little word with him and tell him, right, this is what he wrote. He goes, if you ever fuck her around, cheat on her or knock her about, right, let me tell you, you will have me to answer to and you will be doing the rest of your fucking degree like Stephen fucking Hawking in a wheelchair talking through a fucking computer, you cunt. And then he just goes, anyway. Talking through a fucking computer. Yeah. But it's about a man that doesn't exist, Andy. That's the mad bit about it. And yeah. then he just goes, yeah. anyway, no. can't no. wait to see you, mate. I'll be up on the midday train. Uh, what? No, she hasn't got a, got a boyfriend yet, as it happens. Oh, but oh fuck. Oh, well, I regret, I, I regret time, investing mate. so much thought and imagination into it then. <laughs> didn't wait for an know, answer. Man. Just like saying what he was getting, the speech Fuck. that he prepared for this fictional boyfriend. Jesus Christ, men. Strange, isn't it? Men, men, men. Um, Funny I just stick to talking about hypothetical blowjobs from Mr. Ranson rather than fucking coming up with scenarios like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but for um, the record, do I, some... I would accept a blowy from Mr. Ransom. Joking yeah, aside, well. it'd be amazing. Yeah, very much so. Mm. Of course it would. If you're listening. Um, should we do some football predicting? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to end up in trouble. Um, here we go. Burnley versus Norwich. Oh, fuck you now. Makes me feel depressed <laughs> just hearing that. Exactly. Oh, what, what do you do with that? Uh, Burnley, Norwich. 2-0 Burnley. 
Two nil to Burnley. Uh, can I? I'll go one nil Burnley. I'll go one nil. Although Norwich are fucking awful. Um, no, I'm going to go two nil. That's all right to replicate your yeah, prediction, fine, isn't mate. it? Yeah. Thank you. Liverpool versus Manchester City next. Um, this yeah. is me first. Oh, my Liverpool versus Manchester City. One-one. Two-one Liverpool. Okay. West Ham versus Brentford. Sunday, two p.m. There'll be no Sorry. fire at this game because we can't afford it. Two games running. Turn up wherever you want. <laughs> we might have a couple <laughs> of inflatable beach balls bl- blowing about if you're lucky. <laughs> we spanked all the money. If you want pre-match fight. entertainment, you can look at these balls bring that we've own. inflated. <laughs> Don't know, bring some fucking fans or something. Just fucking wave stuff around. <laughs> Don't have to. Do what you want, cunts. <laughs> What's your prediction? It's your turn. You're off to you first. Oh, okay. 2-1 two West Ham. 2-1 West Ham. 2-2. Sorry. He's gone for a Desmond. Um, Ports- Keep underestimating yeah. West Ham. Versus- We're on a completely mad winning streak. What's the, yeah, what's- it's, it's got to end soon though, hasn't it? No, Brentford are mate, decent. I'm telling you, we're really good. We're, re- right. we're a really good team. Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, of course, you can lose in any game. We, we could lose or draw that game, maybe. But That's irrespective, yeah. I'm telling you, I know it's mad and a few seasons ago when Pellegrini was in charge of said we were going to win the league. That was all daft bluster. What I'm telling you right now is West Ham are actually a good team. We're not, we're not going to okay. get turned over by anyone this year. All right. Portsmouth versus Sunderland. I think this is going to be... 2-1 Sunderland. Uh, I'll go 1-0 Sunderland. Finally, Barnsley versus Millwall. What do you reckon? Um... Barnsley versus Millwall, I'll say 3 0 Barnsley. 3 0 to Barnsley. Uh, I think that will be uh, 2 1 to Barnsley. That's the predictions. Um, that's the show. Uh, it's the weekend coming up. We'll see you this evening from 8.30 if you're on Turbo and you want to watch us. We'll send out a link about 20 minutes before it starts for you to watch it. Get there early because we might have fire. So yeah. <laughs> We fucking definitely won't. So uh, you can leave comments and shit and get in touch if you fancy being involved and get on and show us your ball or anything else, really. Uh, That's it. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.